All right. We got, um, I don't know how far we'll get in the book today. Um, there's a lot of things going on that's, that's relevant to what we've been talking about. So we got uh, three or four videos. We'll just see how, how, how they, they, they play out. Um, I, I had some. Well, it wasn't funny when it happened, but it was funny after it happened this week. You know, we been talk, we talked about last week so much about leaving Jesus. You, the first job is to leave Jesus everywhere you go, you know. So about 25 years ago, me and this guy, we, we left on really bad, separated on really bad terms. And I, but anyway, out of the blue, a couple weeks ago, he called me, needed, needed my help. And then, so I, I told him I'd, I'd, I'd help him. So I, I went up there. You know, in, in, in the conversation, he said this, that, and the other. And I said, look, I'm just up here trying to make an old wrong right. I ain't, you know. And, and, and he turned around, he said, well, let me tell you something. He said, my dislike and disdain, that's what he used, disdain. Disdain for you caused me to get saved. And I thought, is that a great, that's a good thing? <laughs> you hate somebody so mad that it drives you to get, to get saved. I mean, you get them in any, any way you can, you know. Uh, you should have said same to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I should have, yeah. But it was so important, he looked up a different word for hate. Yeah. <laughs> now, what a, I could have took hate, or I, I, you know, I can't stand you, you know, I hate you. But, with disdain, I never, you know, you just don't use that word much, much you know. It, 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 it was a deep well, word. But... <laughs> well, I knew what it meant. And anyway, we talked on at the end. He, he hugged my neck and told me he loved me. Then we was going out the door. He said, if I make anything off of this deal, I'm going to give you half of it. I said, whoa, 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 wait, wait. No, you ain't giving me nothing. You ain't going to be saying, I ain't seen Coker in 30 years. He come up here and took half of my money. You know, let's just leave it that, 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 that you love me and you don't disdain me no more. Let's just leave it at that. And, and, and go on. So sometimes you just got to be, be thick-skinned and, and don't get offended and just let people do what they do. All right, so we got uh, several videos. Um, you know, we talked about last week uh, uh, about the food thing, and then we talked about the mark, and there's several good ones that folks sent to me this week we're going to do, but I always thought I had an idea. You know, the, the, the further I get in God, the, I, I, the less I know. I always thought I had an idea about how things would unfold, and what, what and I don't know if maybe everybody had that preconceived idea of what they thought end-time event, events, you know, would do. You know, the, the Bible says, you know, that if, if the time wasn't shortened, that even the very elect would be deceived, you know. So I always thought, well, whatever it is that causes this deception or this mark, it's probably going to be something in a gray area, not black, not white. It's, 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 a, it's a gray area. But you're going to see some of this today. It ain't. It's way off in, 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 in left field, you know. And, and when I was coming up, the big deal was, how can everybody see that Antichrist in the temple said he's Messiah all at one time? You know, but now we have the internet. We know you, everybody can see everything at, at, at one time. And then I always thought, always thought there's no way that us country folks gonna gonna get the mark. I mean, you just can't. There's too many swamps and hollers. But but I never thought about digital currency. They take all the, 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 the cash, everything you have has to be used through the digital system 
then they can. They can control you because they can they can stop you. See, other than bartering things for things, I suppose. But you know, even now, they're 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 considering rationing and limiting and having one source for seed. So so a farmer has to plant only what 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 they can tell him. This twenty this twenty thirty plan is is way out there. If you hadn't looked at it all, the, I mean, they encompassing the whole. The whole thing, you know, they're gonna limit what you can, what you can't do, in, in in every way, in every way possible. Then I also learned this this week. I didn't put video because I didn't want to <clears throat> belabor it. Do you realize that if you did not take the COVID shot, now the government is tracking you. They're not tracking those that took the shot. They're tracking the habits and the lifestyles of those that didn't take the shot, and trying to understand why they didn't take it and what they would have to do to get them to take it. And I'm like, COVID's gone, why are we, what is, there's something behind the belaborment of this, you know, they still advertise, you know, get your booster, get your shot, mm-hmm. you still see, you know, they, they, I don't know what it is, and I said, I don't, I still feel, because I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but there has to be a motive behind it to continue to belabor it. You know, I don't know when the, the last time Last four or five months that you've heard of anybody get COVID, maybe maybe you do in the medical field. Is it much out there? It's, it's, so I mean, it's I don't. Still there. It's there. Yeah. They test thirty percent in the room, like thirty percent in this room will test positive. You don't have a symptom, but you'll test positive. And that but would, it, I mean, in theory, it did the vaccine or the the disease or like any other, like the flu and all. It did what it's supposed to do. Our bodies adjusted immune or to yeah. start to develop antibodies then we can fight it off better so i mean if, if that's the case so i don't, I don't understand why we keep belabor but anyway let's back up <clears throat> and we'll try to take these in order to study them i'll show this about the, the, the transgender uh, we'll, we'll start with that this morning then why are you doing that how the crackheads don't have currency <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they're going to have to do digital at But how they going to If you get things on a five finger discount, you don't need no currency. The rest of money. I mean, uh, I'll let you borrow my pocket. If I can you half your coat, will you crack with me, huh? <laughs> This is the Crystal Methodist Church. Welcomes their newest drag queen youth minister, Rhonda Sanders. She will be conducting Little Tots Bible story time every Saturday morning for the kids. So, but I said that, you know, I, I said a while ago, this is what I was referring to. You know, I, I would have thought the issue would... would would have been something gray, you know, but 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 this is, you know, I, I just know how in the Bible you can find that that that's all right. I mean, it's all through Numbers and in Leviticus, Deuteronomy. It's all through Paul's epistles, you know. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. That's a play on words. Yeah, just to keep all the Sanders' name in the headlines. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be a. But now you can go to that church. Opinion. It exists. I, I can tell you. I'm, no, I'm just saying the name. Yeah. That's got to be a what is satire page. What's the page? I, huh? I'll have to go back on, on the Twitter page and look at it. But I, I, I try. I try not to do hearsay or well, that's things people you make see up. A lot of Methodist churches coming out the, of there. The Methodist church is part. Yeah. Because uh-huh. there's some in a local town. Yeah. Twenty minutes. Ten That's minutes from here, they, they coming out. Yeah, we well, you know we studied a few weeks That's ago all the different denominations that have 
con condoned it. Uh, and Clayton, 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 Allowing the whereabout of children to be hidden from parents who don't consent to gender transition. So if my child wants to transition in the state of Washington, they going my they won't help me find my child. My ch so they going you know, and also now California. We we said this a few weeks ago. I I, I didn't put the video up. <clears throat> you know, they're passing, they're reducing the standards of of pedophiles that that adult. What's the word they use? It's a word that they use minor in that attractive. minor attracted persons, uh, not to penalize them for for for, for going with, with kids and and I will use those. That don't makes makes no sense. And, and, and now this is the this next one. Don't you listen to this lady? This is. Um, This is it right here. This is Instagram, so I'm not Can someone self-identify as gay and be a Christian? Someone can identify as someone who is struggling with same-sex attraction. Uh-huh. You, you will struggle. And some people will call those will identify that as gay Christians. That's what yeah. they will call themselves. You yes. have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that. You do have a big I, problem I, with that. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Well, I'm an English professor, of course. <laughs> we can, I guess we can't, we can't diagram a sentence back here. But, <laughs> but uh, gay is an, it's an adjective. Christian is a noun. And the, the job of an adjectival modifier is actually to change the noun and modify. So you say you're a gay Christian, you know what you're doing? You're putting on the wrong team jersey. It's a paradox. It and you're work. going out on the field and you're playing and you're confusing everybody. You may be a Christian who struggles with same-sex attraction. You may be a Christian who struggles with any manner of sin. But as soon as you embrace an adjectival modifier and claim that as your identity, you are not identifying fully with Christ. And here is what you are saying. You say you're a gay Christian. You are saying, Holy Spirit, don't touch me there. That's off limits. That's my identity. I, I didn't know all that about English, but so you, they're taking the word Christian, they're modifying it. You know, as, as, a, as we got some right here. Oh, y'all can move into the back. Whatever y'all want. Whatever y'all can get the babies, fine. <laughs> now let's let's go back to the end times here. This is what we want to show you. So I'm just because our study is still about trans. I wanted to show you that about about trans. Um, but it, this is all about the end times here. <clears throat> and things going on. 
A giant international peace and security statue was recently installed outside of the United Nations headquarters, and it's being likened to an end times beast described in Revelation 13:2. The statue resembled a rainbow-colored leopard with wings. The statue has caused such an uproar among Christians who view it as an end times representation of the beast described in the book of Revelation that it was removed from the United Nations Visitors Plaza recently. The Apostle John described a similar beast in Revelation 13 too, which reads, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth was as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Also, the prophet Daniel described a similar beast being like a lion with eagle's wings. It is ironic that this is the statue which the United Nations chose to represent international peace and security. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.3, For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. The Bible says that at the end of this age, unbelievers will ask for peace and safety, but we as Christians know there will be no peace and safety until the Lord returns to rule. Now before I show you this next one, you know, we're talking about, I always thought, what, according to the Bible, that everyone the Antichrist is would have to be Jewish for the Jewish people to, to believe them. And that would make sense by Scripture. But these next two videos, one's going to be about the mark of the beast, and the other one's going to be about about the temple. You know, we talked about, you know, when we start seeing the construct reconstruction of the temple on the Temple Mount, then, then, then we know things are, are getting closer because we know the Antichrist is going to be the one that walks in there and says he is the Messiah, and then the beginning of, of, of problems in the earth be, begin to develop. But you're going to see here in this that the Muslims and the Catholics are going to help them build this, and and, and that that I, I would that's something that caught me off guard that that you have these three groups that hate each other come together to build this temple, and and I said to me there's something underlying be, be, behind it all, uh, other than the, the answer Christ. This is the first. These, these folks put out a lot of a lot of videos these next two. So I'm going to forgive you guys if you've been distracted by the mass chaos in the United States. UFOs, railroad disasters, and uh, everything on fire. But in Abu Dhabi in the UAE, the Abrahamic family faith house just opened. The three major religions in the world all coming together in worship in one place. And if you're without discernment, you might think this is a good thing. JT, what's wrong with peace? Well, in Thessalonians it says, when they're saying peace and safety, that's when sudden destruction comes and they won't be able to escape it. Because what this really is, is one step closer to a new temple in Jerusalem on the Temple Mount. And when they build that temple in Jerusalem, it's not going to be for the God of Abraham. It's going to be for the Antichrist. Guys, don't be deceived. Check out this commercial promoting this thing. <laughs> Check out the symbolism here. So here you have 
the young lady representing the Catholics. We have the older boy representing Islam. The youngest boy representing Judaism. There's your pyramid. Semiramis, Nimrod, Tammuz. Or you could say Isis, Osiris, and Horus. As Jesus once said to the Pharisees, if they were children of Abraham, they'd be doing the same works as Abraham. But they're not. So I'm going to forget. The book of Revelation describes a time when the vast majority of people in the world will receive a mark. A mark that will directly impact the rest of their life. And only a few know what the mark is. The mark of the beast is not a vaccine, social security card, tattoo, or computer chip. The Bible gives facts and clues to determine what the mark is, who it comes from, and who will have it. The mark of the beast is first mentioned in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Let's break down this scripture to identify seven facts about the mark. Then we'll put these facts together with some additional scriptures and identify exactly what the mark is. But before we get into it, if you're new to this channel, we make these videos to explain Bible topics in an easy to understand way. We believe the Bible is the foundation of truth and everyone can benefit from it. So give us a like and help spread the word. Now back to the mark. Number one, the mark is the sign of a coming world ruling government led by a powerful political leader. There are two different beasts described in Revelation chapter 13. The first beast, <coughs> described in verses 1 through 8, comes up from the sea and has seven heads. Okay, now I want to explain. When the Bible talks about the sea, you heard of the sea of forgetfulness, you know, the sea, it means something coming out of no, nowhere. See, like, like you know, uh, the, 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 it talks about the sea, you know, you can, it's te the Bible says, te tell that mountain to be cast into the sea. But when it's cast into the sea, then there's no evidence that it ever existed. You know, unless you go under the sea. See, it's hidden and all of a sudden, see, it comes out of the sea, it comes from, from nowhere. And that's why I said, this, this is going to come out of mass chaos, then all of a sudden, boom, this, this leader is going to solve all these problems very, very quickly. And ten horns. This beast, as explained in other TW videos, represents a revival of the Roman Empire. There will arise an individual... So we, know, we know that, that it's all going to set up out of the old Roman, Roman Empire. Uh, you know, the Antichrist is going to come out of, of, of one of those old countries. ...who will receive great power, a throne, and authority from Satan the devil. This leader will be worshipped by the world, will blaspheme God, will war against God's saints, and will lead a powerful world-ruling empire in the not-too-distant future. Those who receive the mark will be adherents to this system, the final end-time revival of the Roman Empire. Number two, the mark is used by the beast to identify those who will not conform to its system and rule of law. 
This end-time revival of the Roman Empire will have the power and ability to control who can and cannot engage in commerce. No one may buy or sell except one who has the mark. Therefore, someone who refuses the mark will stand out and will be excluded from engaging in normal business, trade, and employment. Anyone who does not conform and obey the beast power will be penalized and persecuted. But those who accept the beast power and obey its form of government, authority, and control will take on the beast's mark. Number three, the majority of mankind will receive the mark. We see that people, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, take on this mark or sign. This sign will be popular, mainstream, and accepted by a major portion of the population. Only a small number of people will refuse to conform and reject the beast's politics, religion, morality, and influence. Number four, he who causes all to receive the mark is a deceptive, false Christian prophet with great power. Beginning in verse 11, the Apostle John recalls seeing in vision a second beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. In the Bible, Jesus Christ is described as the Lamb of God, while Satan the devil is called a dragon. Therefore, the second beast appears Christ-like on the surface. He looks like a lamb, but speaks like Satan the devil. This symbolizes a coming false Christian prophet who performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven. It is the Antichrist, empowered by Satan himself, who will lead a false Christian church. He will use his power and influence to persuade nearly everyone on earth to worship the first beast. It is he who causes the people to receive the mark. Therefore, it is this false Christian power which requires people to take on this end-time identification. This means the mark is directly connected to a false Christian church with profane practices and beliefs. The book of... He has a part two, but I'm not going to play... I didn't download the part two because then he gets into some conjecture about what he thinks the mark might be or not be, and, and I, I don't want to get into all of that. There are two things I want to say about that, and let's see if y'all got a, a, a comment. The, the dilemma is still, we know the Antichrist is going to be a person, but we don't know if, if the, birth, the, the beast is, going, is a person or is it a system. You know, they're going to call, the, the Antichrist is going to cause you to have to take the mark to participate or, or show homage to, to the beast or, or to the system. See, though, though, those things are still, to me, not, not clear yet. Is, is, is the beast a person or is it, or is it a, a, a system? Then the other thing, you know, there's, there's three philosophies here. And Eric, maybe you help me with this, since you come out of a different denomination too. There's some that believe that the church is going to be raptured before this. There's some that believe that we're going to go halfway through it, the three and a half year mark, then the church is going to be raptured. And there's some that believe that the church is going to go all the way through that. And I don't know how many denominations believe, believe which, which philosophy. We believe that we're going to be raptured before. Uh, but it's going to take getting there to find out. You know, it's one of those things like, you know, we talked about with the Muslims. It's going to take dying to find out. It's going to take getting here to find out. But whichever way it goes, we need to be wise and have knowledge and have understanding of, of, of where we at and what's going on. So, so we're not part of, of, of the deceived. Uh, and, and, and I wouldn't get all worried about it. I think we're going to do this other book next. Um, to show us how we're supposed to be living and how we how we live above these things and outside of these things and, and, and live on, on God's system. But anyway, there's a lot going on in the world and because of time, I won't show you the, the other. Um, 
You know, I showed you all about the, the, the manufactured food last week at the stem cell. And I, I don't know who sent me that uh, this week. Go read on the back of your Campbell Soup can. I didn't realize it had already been put out there. Camel soup is, is is using genetically modified stuff, and you can see it on the back. It says it on the back of the can. Right now, they're using genetically modified corn, soybeans, and canola, not not genetically modified meats. So what does that mean? It, just like when you take medicine, it changes the chemical structure of your body, and then they always tell you about all these side effects, right? So it's no different when, when, when you change the genetic code of a seed. It changes that reaction within that seed so it does different things. And we know what we change is predictable, what it will do, but we don't know those other causes, like the side effects of a medicine. We're not far enough in GMO to know what the side effects of GMO modifying these things are it's going to be long term when they when they when they, it, it, they get out into the masses like like they're doing now. So I'm not telling you to eat GMO. Don't eat GMO. I ain't getting into all that. You make your own choice. But at least they all gonna to have to put it for right now. Put it on the back of the can or the meat or 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 whatever. Yeah. On the rapture, you got scripture. That, you know, he said we believed it would be before. Do we? I mean, what scripture will back that? I would have to. Research that because because I've just been taught that all my life to see well, where that comes from. But seemingly like God's believed that, and I said that about Eric. I know he gave me that old weird look. I I just knew that they had had went to the Baptist church a while. Do you know what they believe? I don't know because you know I was raised seemingly. Yeah, I knew you was, but uh, yeah. we're gonna get raptured in every three and a half years. Good, yeah. three and a half years of bad. Right. And yeah. What's gonna happen after that? A thousand year millennium. Uh, that's right. But Christ, that's what at the end of the seven years is when the Battle of Armageddon's gonna happen. You know, China's going to come with the million man thing. You know, the Russian bear's going to come down. So, you know, that's what we said last week with all them getting together with that currency. Now, all that's starting to, to, to shape up. You know, all those countries that's going to attack Israel, all that's shaping up. And then after the seven years, then the Battle of Armageddon and then the millennial reign starts, uh, you know. And maybe we need to have a study on, on this, and we can. But you know that Revelation does say those that take the mark of the beast, that's it for them. There is no repentance. There is no... No coming back when you take the mark. You 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 bound for hell. There there is no change so we, because so we don't get raptured before all this happens. We have three and a half years to have to try to avoid get taking the mark. So that's right. Can. That's right. But the the, the 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 question is always been from the sin of God standpoint. Do we know we were after the rapture? Then then people that know enough about God are going to get saved. All right, and that's where it gets into this. You know that they they're the ones that's going to have to be martyred. They're going to have to die. This, this, this Antichrist, this beast will kill these people uh, if they continue to not have the mark. And that's how they get to heaven, by being a martyr during the tribulation period, uh, by, by being killed by, by their beliefs. The question is, those who take the mark, then it's impossible for them to believe. They don't. They don't. Uh, and, you know, it, it, when you got so many in the world now, like he said, you know, that don't know about God, the majority of people are going to take the mark. That's where we got to do our job. So I don't have an answer before, pre, mid, or post. I don't know. Just be right, and you'll be right when the time comes. Well, it seems like though, to get that, that that kind of decision, it should be extremely clear. But it would be in the seat. I mean, how? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just, I mean, like like the, like the vaccine you were talking about earlier. 
you know, they, they first said, if you work, or basically they tied it up, but if you do anything with the government supplements in any way, insurance, whatever, you got to take uh -huh. uh, the vaccine unless you have a religious exemption. Right. And they, I mean, so that was their way of pushing back, it, you know, just to see how much did the pushback. Talking about the GMOs, you know, on there now, the, you know, the, one of the oldest GMOs that uh, we have that they've been pushing since a long time is a banana. The original banana was so seedy you couldn't eat it. So the side effects is is the, the sugar content in a banana is so high, you know. That's what caused it to be high? Was yeah, the, was the, yeah, the seeds out? And, and, you know, you're getting more pure banana versus all the seeds than, than mm -hmm. before. But so all these things is push on it, see, see what... Who's got? Who's gonna get the pushback? Who's gonna get the pushback? Like, I mean, I was joking about the crackhead, but in all these towns, you know, there's so much, you know, like the shot houses. I mean, a lot of a lot of things. It's just a cash. But you know, fast forward to that, and you're talking about the rapture. It, you know, said we don't get raptured. You know, and and uh, you know, I think I, I think we should have, to have a clear. Yeah, you know, this is the antichrist, and this is for all eternity. If, if I'm being read by that. But uh, then again, I've heard we're going to be deceived. So, well, But it says that time is short, so the very elect won't be deceived. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're going to be a remnant that, 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 is, that is not deceived. You know, we're so see, easily deceived. What we have to do people, right now, people are so easily that's right, deceived that's now. Right. People, people don't know what to believe right now. Our own children, we can say something. Me and me get in an argument. She hears one thing, and I'm saying another. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a that's a form of deception. Yeah. Let, let me say this. I don't want to look it up on my phone. Um, your seed, your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren will have more opportunity than those that don't know the Lord. Your seed is guaranteed if, 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 if you'll believe for them and try to do right for them and buy them. Your seed is guaranteed to have opportunity to get to heaven. Now they'll have to make that choice. They are free moral agents. But they will have that opportunity because of your covenant with God. See, my children are blessed because of my covenant with God. Now, it's my job to teach them how to walk in the blessing so they can teach their kids. See, that's why, I said, that's why God chose Abraham because he would teach his children. See, and then they would teach their children what's right, what's wrong, how to live in this, what God... See, this, from now on, this has to be final authority whether you agree with it or not. That's the hard part about Christianity. I'm going to do this. It may be hard on my flesh, but, but whatever this says is how I'm going to live my life. It's hard for me to keep my mouth shut when somebody tells me they disdain me. Huh? All right. But what's more important, me opening my mouth or me knowing what the answer is to this? Now, that's the decision that we don't realize that we make when we, when we go against God's Word. We're saying that me doing this is more important to me right now than knowing this part of my life when I get to it. So you're always trading something in, in, in life, whether you're Christian or non-Christian. Every decision is always a trade-off. I'm saying this is important. I'm deciding to do this. But by doing that, then I'm choosing to leave, to leave off this. See? And that, that's just a trade-off all, all, all through your life. And you have to decide this is, this is final authority because He gives you ways that He will take 
care of you and do things for you. If you it says, if you will do this, I will do that. That's what the covenant is. It's an exchange. See, you do this, then God said, I'm obligated to do that. See, vice versa. But if you don't do this, then He's not obligated to do that. See, and we have to we have to understand those things. And that's why spending a little bit of time in that every day is important. But I do always qualify this because I don't like I, I, I don't like that's not the right word. Just because you read the Bible every day don't mean you've learned anything. You know, I always try to find the scriptures and study the scriptures that day of whatever problem I got going on in my life. That's that's how I study the Bible. If if I don't feel good that day. Then, then, then I'll, I'll find the healing scriptures. I'll study them and dig in them, and and that's kind of how I do it. If I if 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 we have a little trouble financially, then I'll I'll, I'll dig in that or my kids or whatever it is. That's just kind of how I do it because that's where I need to build my faith. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. It didn't say just by reading the Bible in general. See, you need to find those things that your your faith is like. If if you got issues in your life, then you need to develop your faith in that area to overcome that issue. And the only way you're going to do that is finding places in the Bible that speak to your issue and build your faith up with, with those issues. See, and That kind of goes back to what we were talking about you know, last week. The problem with most people is that their flesh is stronger than their spirit. See, And so when you say you don't want to do something, what happens? You start getting pressure on the inside to do it. That pressure starts building to do it. And then you try to push it off and it gets stronger and stronger and it gets so strong, especially with certain addictions, that, that you end up doing it and not even want to do it the whole time. Behind goes your flesh man is stronger than your spirit man. Your spirit man is who has to be strong and it'll get the flesh man in line and won't permit it to do those things. But as long as the flesh, one of them's going to be stronger. One of them's going to be stronger. The spirit or the flesh. And if the flesh is going to drive you where you don't want to be, then the spirit's going to put you where you want to be. What is that verse? Who is it? Somebody help me. The things I don't want to do, I do, and the that's right. Who is, uh, that's who a, is it? That's probably correct. Paul. Yeah, I do the thing I don't. It's in Corinthians there, I think, in there. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't want to do, I do, and the thing I, I should do, I don't do. It's kind of like the Lord's telling us, "Hey, you don't need to do that. Stop." But when we override it and override it and override it, eventually, mm-hmm. you do it one time, it's easier the second time. That's and the right. Third time That's well, right. Eventually, you don't have that, that conviction there anymore That's if you're right. not. You see your conscience. Uh-huh. But anybody's ever done anything, you know, that pressure builds. That pressure builds when you don't want, when you, you know you're not supposed to, that pressure builds and it builds. And, and it eventually gets to a breaking point where, you know, if, if, you, if you're not trying to combat it with the Word, you'll end up doing it. And then you have all that guilt. Because you, you, you let yourself down. You think you let God down. That's where it says, you know, now there's no condemnation. Just say, I'm sorry, Lord, I messed up. And you don't even give it another thought. That's the freedom we have of being, being Christians. You have, to, you have to change your actions as well. You can right. say, Lord, I'm sorry, I did this. And do it a hundred times. Yeah, that's whatever right. you're living in. That, because right. well, she says what's going to happen. You, that's right. You're going to share your conscience and you're not going to be convicted of it anymore. Right. That fight is when your spirit is saying, you need to do better. I can help you do better. And your flesh will say, no, 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 let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's smoke that cigarette. Let's smoke that joint. Let's drink that beer. Let's do whatever, you know, let's, let's cuss or, or whatever, you know, whatever that pressure is. See, that's that fight. See? And most, and, and, and you, you got to grow this man and he'll put that other man down. But you, you make mistakes, yeah. If you yeah. do the same sin long enough, it becomes a common spirit. It right. attaches right. itself uh-huh. to you and that's it right. just... <laughs> It's exactly what it is. It becomes a common spirit. That's right. You know, anything you do 
the first time you do it, you have more trouble doing it than you do any time after that. Just, just for this process that, that, that we're talking about, you know, the more you do it, the less your spirit convicts you of. You know, especially people being critical. And then I had to learn learn this stuff, you know, it was really hard. When you start criticizing somebody, you know, then the next thing you know, they can't do nothing right. Everything they do is wrong. Any way they do it is wrong. I mean, no matter what, how they do it, you're going to find something wrong with it because you keep progressing with that. And then the next person may do the same thing and you don't even think a thing about it or say anything about it. It's fine. But because you opened up that critical spirit and it's digging on you, then they eventually, and it ended up causing so much issue. So especially if it's with your children or with your, you know, I had to learn this, especially with Josh. And I've told you, I had to go and tell him, I'm sorry. And I had to repent for it. You know, you can break a kid's spirit by trying to do the right thing the wrong way. You can just drive them in the ground, you know, trying to make them perfect, and all you're doing is just living on their imperfections and just driving them and driving them. And they get to point and say, it ain't going to matter. I ain't going to do it right no way. I ain't going to please the old man anyway. I'll just quit. See? Then you've lost the whole battle. See? You know? And I said, another thing I learned too. I never told my young, this is my house. If you don't like it, there's the door. As long as they're inside my house, I have some spiritual authority. When they walk out that door, I have no more control. I have no more influence. When they leave, it's over. See? Then they're on their own. See? So I never made that statement. You know, you're going to do it my way or the highway. Well, that's a big, bold statement, but you don't understand when, what they're going to get into because every devil in hell is going to come for them when they hit that door. And, uh, so we have to learn that sometimes the way we were taught to parent is not always the best way to parent. You know, because we, we were raised in a different generation than kids are today. You know, they, they differ. They, they, I would say softer, you know. But that's what I told my kids. When y'all move out, you ain't going to have to worry about it. Daddy's going to put more pressure on you in this house than you're ever going to see in the world. I, I made my youngest strong and tough and mean. For that reason, you know, if, 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 if all I am is a yes man to my kids, then when they run up to resistance outside my four walls, they're not going to know how to handle it. You know, you got to give them some resistance. And, and I'm talking about, Bob said, don't make your kids mad. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, but, you know, but ha- make them discipline. Make them do things that, that, that you know is right, that they don't want to do, and learn to fight through. Don't always run to their aid. Give them time to make the mistake and, and fix it. Because I can tell you, all, all my youngins, <clears throat> youngins going to be youngins for a little while. But if you give them time, they'll come back around where they're supposed to be. They may get out and do what they ain't supposed to for a while, but remember, that seed is in there. You planted that seed, see? So, so now you got God on your side. Somebody's going to rattle the chain somewhere, and then the thinking's going to come back to, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, not that. And they'll make that cycle, and they'll, they'll don't, don't let wild oats always think that your kid's lost. You know, they'll, they'll come back around, you know, and, and just let, let them, let them have, have some leeway. God, God's got them. God will protect them. God will take care of them. They'll come back. They'll come back around where they're supposed to be. In there. Mm-hmm. How much time we got? About one minute, ain't it? In there. <laughs> but you do spend some time finding out, uh, you know, these things and and, and, and and where you stand and, and and what you believe and how you believe it and why you believe it and 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 impart it into your, into your kids. And, and I was gonna say this, and, and I get off. That's why the Bible says. That you leave your inheritance to your children's children, your grandkids. You don't leave your inheritance to your kids. You're supposed to have taught your kids how to be successful in this life, and they don't need no inheritance. 
You leave it to your grandkids, and then what does your kids do? They leave their inheritance to their great to their grandkids. See? And then by the time it gets there, then you got generational wealth out there by the time it multiplies itself. But your job is to teach your kids how to live by the blessing and live by the word and sustain their own self and they don't need your inheritance. All right, y'all have a good week.